Strikes. It's Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, Mead Skelton is bragging about his colon again. Plus, Jesse Lee Peterson is against female orgasms. Full stop. Fingering a cop will certainly get you a ticket written. And smearing dog shit on your critics. All coming up today. Six days in a week I go hungry. Cause I can't get my favorite dish. I never can wait till it's Friday. Cause Friday is my day for fish. Fish, fish, fish. Friday is my day for fish. Now some folks want some good health or money. But I have got only one wish. If you want to make me feel happy, I'd be grateful for a plate full of fish. Fish, fish, fish. I'd be grateful for a plate full of fish. Now you can give me squad or cod, pickerel or pike. I don't care what kind it is, cause fish is what I say that it's awful, but I say it's simply delish. I'm just like a seal in a circus. You may think I'm lazy or deaf as a daisy, but I'm simply crazy for fish, 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 fish. I'm simply crazy for fish. Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Marijuana is a vegetable, and yet people are enslaved to vegetables. Well, I, I really, I really like shortbread. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. Try new peanut butter eggs. Yes, Tim Hansen back here with you for the Wednesday edition of DV. Got a great show for you today. Let's start things off and check in with our good friend Mead Skelton. Mead, what's up? I remember how veiny my colon was. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, what? Uh, how? What? Uh, what a way to start the program. Today, in the first 10 seconds of the show, we learn Mead has an extremely veiny colon i don't know if this is the flex you think it is i mean is he saying it as like a humble brag obviously has something to do with his very germanic build i'm so much of a man my colon is bursting with veins i take big fat manly shits my colon gets quite the workout well you know me does suffer from ibs he has all sorts of shitting problems this uh, little nugget, sorry for that imagery, <laughs> colon, nugget, ew. I simply mean a, a, an audio nugget. This audio nugget was pulled out of <laughs> uh, Mead's most recent Patreon-only podcast. As I told you about uh, recently, Mead was kicked off of Patreon for a while. His account was banned. It's back up now. He's, you know, he kind of got off with a warning. Here he is talking about uh, what went down. Well, folks, I've run into some issues, some issues with Patreon. Apparently, they flagged me for hate speech. I guarantee you the next part is going to be the very disingenuous. I have no idea what I could have done. They said I was being racist. I'm the least bigoted person I know. Um, now, the hate speech they said it was under it falls under the 
cocktail of segregation and calling for violence. I don't, I don't remember doing that. But you know how they are today, folks. Uh, and, uh, you know, imagine, you know, accusing me of being a bigot. Oh, so I just couldn't right. believe what was happening. So they suspended my Patreon account. And, you know, I'm sorry that that happened, but I'm up and running again. Now, Patreon is one thing. I was truly shocked to find out that meat was even banned from Twitter. No one gets banned on Twitter anymore unless you, like, make fun of Elon Musk's hairline or something. Racist stuff is totally okay. Now, I did ha also have issues with my Twitters. I was on Twitters, and I got suspended twice. Um, and I just, you know, I don't remember what it was. I had to delete the tweet. It was something about run them over or something like that. That's the great thing about running over black people. You can just tell the cops you didn't see him because it was night time. Yeah, a little built-in defense there. Yeah. 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 You know, these little mead podcasts run uh, hot and cold for me. Either it's really, really great content, like the colonoscopy thing, or, you know, me drones on for 10 minutes about Three's Company. You know that old sitcom with John Ritter? Oh, he loves Three's Company. It's right up there with Mama's Family for him. We're not going to play any of the John Ritter chunk. I do want to hear more about that colonoscopy, though. Now, this is not something I'm looking forward to. I mean, who would look forward to a colonoscopy? Except a few, you know, perverts, I suppose, but... <laughs> Who's the one talking about his veiny colon? It's like you're trying to entice the perverts. And I know what you mean by pervert. Talking about the gays. You know, they knock you out for those colonoscopies. There's no pleasure to be had from them. Not me. <laughs> I had to have a colonoscopy done when I was 19 because I had a severe case of colitis. Now, I got colitis because I went to this weight loss clinic and they gave me these uh, colon cleansers that were not FDA approved. And I, end up, and I ended up very sick. I damn near shit my brains out. Well, I'm sure that was a very unpleasant experience. You got to look at the bright side. You discovered how alpha your colon really is. I've got a Chad colon. It's all chiseled and veiny. And they couldn't find anything uh, organically wrong with my colon, but I remember how veiny my colon was, you know. <laughs> what a weird thing to have stick with you. I was lying on my side, yeah. and I looked up at this, this camera from above, and I saw my colon on the screen. Like, oh, my colon's very veiny. But they looked at my colon, and they couldn't find anything wrong with it, you know. So they said, well, you have a viral colitis, we suppose. Again, that was last time. Now, now he's going back for another colonoscopy for a, a different reason. Now this time they're looking at my colon because I keep having diarrhea almost every day. This is why I'm a patron. For content like this. I was very, very, uh, uh, you know, I was very frank about... You know, I don't use my um, colon for any uh, um, uh, nefarious purposes, <laughs> just to get that out of the way. Imagine offering up this information to doctors unprompted. I've been having lots of diarrhea, and I promise you there have been no dicks in my ass. Nothing to mush up the turds, nothing to blend it. I mean, I've heard things about the homosexual, you know. The penis is like the devil's whisk. It just stirs around inside the butthole. It mixes up with the, the turds and, and the semen in there. Comes out looking like brownie batter. Yeah, it's like they're baking a cake for Satan. 
I have a sweet tooth, but I would not touch that. I would not lick that spoon. Those gays, they take shits that look like uh, Duncan Hines batter. More like Duncan's piney. Yeah. Get it? <laughs> Duncan Hiney. Like a, like a man's behind. Hiney. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, enough of that. Enough of Mead. It was a nice little update. Glad to see Mead is doing well. Hopefully, we'll have another update uh, real soon. All right, moving on now. Haley's Comet, listener of the show, uh, was in the mood for a little Jesse Lee Peterson. So he started, uh, you know, searching and, you know, looking up JLP clips. Now, Jesse Lee. L O L. Have it out loud. Right. In addition to his radio show, Jesse Lee also hosts The Fallen State. Sounds like a very uplifting program. Uh, that is his interview show. S-M-H. <laughs> I think that means shaking my head. In one episode, Jesse Lee interviewed Curtis and Dinah Wilson. They are the hosts of the Because I Promise podcast, where they offer marriage advice and counseling from a Christian perspective. Sounds like a snooze fest if you ask me, but okay, maybe there's an audience for that crap. Now, you'd think Jesse Lee Peterson would get along with these folks because, you know, they're Christians. They're not some liberal, hippy-dippy, trans fruit. They should be on the same page. Well, things things get weird. I think I read that you're older than your husband. Right? I am. Spot a little bit. H- how many years? Three years. Wow. Jesse Lee acts like this woman is in a nursing home and a couple of high school kids came by to spend time with the old folks. And that's how these two met. It's three years, 36 months. Did you know that a man should never, ever, ever, but never, 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 ever, 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 but never marry an older woman? Don't you say that. Don't man, you say please. that. And you like marry it. your mama. Please. Oh, stop. <laughs> please. Ain't that hey. right? No, that's not right. <laughs> Jesse Lee is totally amazed that this relationship is happening. So is it like a mama and son relationship? No, man. Not at all. Not at all. This more than anything convinces me that Jesse Lee Peterson has no interest in women. You know, the whole gay rumor thing. We, you know, we've covered that extensively here on the podcast. He is just baffled by this. I don't understand. Is it like she your grandmother or something? Does she try to bribe you in the bedroom with hard candy? Jesse, she's she's 36 months older than me. She's not my mother. She's not my grandmother. We were in high school at the same time. It's not a huge age gap here. Yeah, but she older than you. That means she acts like your mom. Does she change your diaper? Jesse Lee is just totally fucking out there in this episode. The stuff he comes up with out of nowhere. Did you know that women were sluts and men are slut makers? No, that's a new new revelation, Jesse. Thank you. Where did you go? I don't receive it. That's her polite way of saying I don't agree with your bullshit, Jesse. So (laughs) the goal of your podcast is to make marriage a sexy concept again. Make marriage sexy What does that mean? Jesse doesn't like this premise at all. Sex Sex was definitely and only designed for the marriage bed. It was a gift from God. Just to make a baby. What? if it okay, was just I got a question okay. for you on it that. should be just bam bam thank you ma'am go then, to sleep. then answer this question then he takes a long time to get to the question but it's basically if sex was only to procreate why does it feel so good 
Jesse's response is pretty much like, is it supposed to feel good? I don't know. I always had trouble having sex with a woman. You gotta focus real hard to keep your penis hard. It requires so much concentration, it's not even worth it, you know? And so God didn't want to keep making man with his hand. At first, he was making from the dirt of the earth. But he wanted, He came up with this idea, I'm gonna let it come through the woman. And all the way that that could happen, he had to allow them to turn away from him so they would not have peace. And in that state of anger, they have a false sense of love because anger awaiting your sexual nature, right? So they have false sense of love. Guys, I don't know what the fuck Jesse is talking about here. The one thing that comes across crystal clear, though, is this next statement. Well, in, oh, oh, let me tell you that. I oh, just, no. A woman is not supposed to be having a climax. Any woman that's but having a can't. climax is becoming a man. That's why a woman has to make herself do it where a man does it naturally. You hear that, ladies? The next time you come, you're one step closer to becoming a full-blown man. This is how transitioning starts. Y'all are non-binary now. What's what the I'm purpose saying? of a woman having a climax? The only purpose for a man to do it is to put that Procreate, sperm in you so right? you can get pregnant. Right. There's no reason for a woman to do it. What the? That's, that's what, what you would say. say. What the? That's what you would say, but God What's says different. What's the purpose different? of it? It's to make the woman feel it's good. It's intimacy. It's, it's, it's but growing God is together not about this intimacy. way. Intimacy. It's so frustrating because they're all talking over one another, but Jesse Lee is just having trouble speaking in general. In, in, God is not about impotency. But God is not about impotency. L-O-L. Say it out loud. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Haley's comment. I hope that's enough Jesse Lee Peterson for you today. The fact that he's so anti-sex, even straight sex, right? The only time you should be fucking is to be making kids. It just... There's something going on there, right? He's got some hang-ups that uh, need to be explored. Wait a minute. All right. Thank you very much, Jesse Lee Peterson. Let's move on. I have got a clip here of a police who simply gave a man a ticket. This uh, took place somewhere in Canada. It was a traffic ticket, and that's really where the video starts. The man immediately calls Canada's equivalent to 911 because uh, he wants to escalate this situation. I'm sitting in my vehicle and I'm keeping my composure, but I want this guy to fuck off. Like, seriously, he's giving me a ticket for stunting because he heard me yelling at someone on my phone. And then I fingered him on the way out of there and told him to mind his business and he's pulling me over for stunting again. Are you sure it's not because you fingered him? That's a felony. We're moving on from traffic violations to full-on sex assault. Maybe that's how they say I gave someone the finger in Canada. I'm 95% sure that's what he meant. He meant that he gave the officer the finger, not a finger in his rectum. And if that was the case, uh, could you describe his colon? How veiny was it? I feel like driving away and starting a high-speed chase. This is over-policing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Go with your instinct. Sir, 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 just let me put you on hold for one second, okay? Fuck this guy. There, I'm on the phone with your fucking boss, you dick. (laughs) Fuck him. Stay on the phone. I'm just putting you on hold. Yeah. That's not a good idea. Constable Grant. Yeah, fuck you. I'm on the phone with your boss now, you fuck. I think it's important to uh, stay on the line with this guy rather than putting him on hold. You want to keep tabs on him uh, because uh, he he continues to scream. Fucking try and bully me, you piece of shit. Police officer who is still in the vicinity. 
Yeah, roll up that window. That's his wife trying to de-escalate the situation in her own little way. Hello. Okay. Um. There. There's. There's another officer on the way to talk to you. Okay. Yeah. This guy can fuck right off, and he, this ticket he can shove up his fucking uh, ass. The ticket is for a lot of money. I mean, I don't know how these things typically go in Canada, but the ticket's for five hundred and sixty-seven dollars. Thankfully, another police officer is on his way. That should end this altercation. All right, let's move on. Oh, what? We're just getting started. I did not see that coming. While he waits for the police officer, he he stays on the line with 911 and uh, I guess peppers the conversation with more details about what happened. Oh, well, now that's uncalled for. I was kind of on this guy's side, you know, the excessive ticket amount, a general hatred of cops. I want to be on your side, but you can't let the F word fly like that. Pulls me over. I was at a complete stop when we were leaving him pulling us over. And complete stop, and I fingered him and hurt his feelings again. Stop. Well, fuck him and his feelings. Stop saying that you fingered a police officer. <laughs> it's not illegal to finger a police officer. Stop it! It's not illegal to call him a fucking faggot. I'm entitled to my opinion. And uh, as the, the way they're treating people... The way he's treating me now? Fuck him. This guy will not let it go. He he continues to antagonize this police officer, who we haven't even seen yet in the video. And I'm crumpling up his ticket. You hear that? See your ticket, you fuck? Crumpled up. I'd throw it on the ground, but you'd give me a fucking ticket for littering. Fuck you. Well, let's see how this progresses. The police officer approaches the car. This is the same police officer that the guy is, is upset with. He just wants to talk. Uh, instead, the driver fingers him again. I'm waiting for your boss to call me. Fuck off and get in your car. This officer continues to rap, tap, tap on that window. Somehow, I think that at some point, the window's going to shatter. <laughs> You're a fucking little bitch. Give me my ticket and go fuck yourself, goofball fucking faggot. Fuck you. Fuck off, you bitch. So he got another ticket. I don't know what the hell's going on here. You're a fucking clown! Well, I hope he obeys the speed limit and all traffic laws. He like pushed himself against your vehicle and was like, you just hit me. So now we have that to look forward to. These Fuck fucking it. idiots, man. Fuck sakes. Yeah, I really think that's going to come back to bite him in the ass. So the police officer was right up against his window, handing him a new ticket for something, and uh, he speeds off. But in the process, he, he sort of clips the police officer a little bit. I bet the police officer could have jumped out of the way. It wasn't like a head-on thing. It was just like a, on the side because the driver was turning a little too fast. But uh, you don't want to give the cop any more fuel for extra tickets. 20 seconds later... <laughs> <laughs> we Again. we pick back up with, with he wanted a high speed chase and he got it. And here we fucking go. Well, what did you think was going to happen? Fuck. You need to get your man under control. Calm his ass down. Don't encourage this. Thankfully, the guy did stop his car. And uh, guess who approaches? Police officer F-word. He's got his gun on me now. The RCMP officer has his gun on me now. Listen to him. He's fucking hitting. He's hitting my fucking truck now. He's bringing my window. Holy fuck, get him in right here. I 
told you that window was not long for this world. Assaulting a police officer. Get him out of here. What are you doing? Holy fuck, help me. Help me. Send somebody now, please. He's got a fuck out of my husband. He's tripping balls. Send someone now. He turned into a whiny bitch pretty quickly, huh? Trying to say the police officer's high on something. I think it's PCP. Help me. Help me. Holy fuck. Here comes some more police. What are you doing? Fuck. Call him a faggot again. That worked out well for you the first time. Fuck. I called for fucking help. Send more people, please. There's another officer here, but he just told me to shut up. I don't think, you know, you don't want any more police to arrive. They're not on your side. Please help. They're beating him up! Fuck! Oh, they're beating him up! Uh, okay, they, they put him in the back of a police car. There's there's not even a police officer with him right now. He's in the back seat of a car. What does he do? He's charged for not assault with a weapon on a police officer. He didn't hurt him. I, I have it all on camera, sir. He didn't do anything. It's interesting. Uh, a lot of people have commented, and I noticed this too. She lies about what is happening, but she's also filming what's happening. So you hear her lies, but then what you see is, is something completely different. It's really bizarre. The most bizarre thing that happens, though, is her justification. Like, she's trying to justify why her husband did what he did. My husband has been sexually assaulted by a police officer that was <laughs> supposed to be his big, big brother mentor as a child. Oh. He has issues with police officers because of this. You guys need to send somebody to help him. Now, I'm not saying if that was something that really happened, if this is true or not, but you would think if it were true, if you did have a real problem with the cops, you wouldn't do things that would result in more cops being called in. You wouldn't want to prolong these conflicts, giving him the finger. I'm sorry, fingering him multiple times, calling him a faggot crumpling up the ticket in front of him while saying, fuck you. You'd want to get out of that situation as soon as possible. This guy chose a different route though. Well, you know, PTSD works in mysterious ways sometimes, I guess. I looked up this guy's name. I don't have any update for you. It's pretty clear though that uh, he's guilty on all charges. All right, uh, real quick before we get into the news, Miss May is back with a new Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee. This is Leon Melaragno got a couple selections from Leon here. First up, this is uh, Old Dog Trey. The morn of life is past, okay. and evening comes at last. It brings me a dream of a once happy day of merry forms I've seen. I mean, you know he's gonna rhyme day with Trey, right? I was wondering what Old Dog Trey meant. It's Literally just a way to to rhyme with with day. Upon the village green, sporting with my old dog tree. There it is. Old dog trees ever faith. Guys, I know. Look, I know I'm not a great singer. I do have self-awareness about that. However, I hear singers like this, who by the way sang in an opera in the 70s. And I, I you know, I listen to this and I'm like, wow, I'm better than this. I feel like, you know, if I would have 
known about these shitty singers when I was a lot younger. I'd, I'd have way more confidence. I told you, I auditioned many times for the Ashtabula Arts Center. Uh, you know, their musicals, they didn't want anything to do with me. It was an, uh, an embarrassment. I was laughed out of the place. I may not be great, but I'm sure as fuck no Leon Melaragno. Uh, It is me and my old dog, Trey. The fuck is he going on about? Here's one more song from Leo. I think, did I call him Leon earlier? This is Sweetly She Sleeps, my Alice Fair. Sweetly She Sleeps, my Alice Fair. To me, this is the verbal equivalent to a... Sounds the exact same to me. The real question I have for you is who's a better singer and what's a better song? Leo's warbling voice over here or the less refined not quite as tasteful music stylings of Rudy Vergawin. Another miss may find. Here's Rudy singing Fat, Fat Woman. Fat, Fat Woman. Wet your dirty mind. I mean, much too much makeup. Far too unkind. It's 2023. We're not allowed to comment on women's looks anymore. Aside from that, I would I would listen to Rudy over Leo any day. A big fat nose. <laughs> little wicked eyes. Yeah. Walk in the streets. It's not pretentious. That's what I like about it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a bluesy song about an old fat broad. Coming dirty lies. Buying heaven on Sundays. All right, all right. Thank you very much, Rudy and Leo and Miss May and everyone who has submitted audio to the show. Keep those submissions coming. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and fucked up news right now. <laughs> If you're enjoying Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up for The Sideshow. That is our member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new Sideshow-exclusive episodes. Yesterday was a full-length episode of DV just for paying members, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow. If you want to hear them, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. This is how I make my living, so if you like Distorted View Daily, again, please consider supporting it. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. It really brings that uh, price down to like $5 and some odd change a month. Uh, Also, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can now sign up right in those apps for Sideshow Access. And uh, in your you know Apple Podcast or Spotify feed, you'll see all of the uh, exclusive shows being posted alongside uh, the free episode. So just another way to get access to uh, new Sideshow episodes being posted. 
for more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Finally, one last way to help me out. Yes, we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Uh, if you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. There are some uh, other perks. If you if you pledge at least $20, occasionally I'll send out some DV merchandise. This month is going to be one of those uh, months where I send out some stuff. So now would be a great time to uh, partake in our Patreon, patreon.com slash distorted view. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, a furious ballet director smeared dog shit all over a journalist's face after she gave him a bad review. The Brown Swan, am I right? Marco Gack, who has been the director of the Hanover Theater since 2019 and last year won the prestigious Germany Dance Prize, was incensed after, oh God, Weibke Huster or something said uh, she had been uh, alternately driven mad and killed by boredom during one of his shows. Well, he certainly gave you something to occupy your time. That, of course, is uh, getting the taste of shit out of your mouth. That'll keep you busy for a while. So when she attended another one of his performances, he stormed up to her at the halftime interval and subjected her to a tirade of abuse. He claimed that after the woman called the show in the Dutch mountains boring and disjointed, Dozens of theater goers had canceled their membership subscriptions and threatened to ban her from the open house. Gek's pet dachshund, Gustav, is almost a celebrity in his own right. Accompanying the flamboyant ballet director to red carpet premieres in galas. Or is it galas? I think it's a tomato-tomato situation. It's understood that Gustav had produced the excrement that Gek used in the attack shortly before the halftime confrontation. Euster, the ballet critic of uh, Frankfurter. Oh, my God. There's just a lot of words I can't pronounce here. Frank, Frankfurter Aljamin Zoytung. I guess that's a paper or something. Told reporters that after shouting at her, Gek suddenly pulled the bag from his pocket. What a weird thing to keep in your pocket. Like a baggie of dog excrement. All right. With the open side of the bag, he rubbed the dog excrement in my face. When I felt what he had done, I screamed. I can assure you that it was not an impulsive act. He had planned this. I considered it an act against the freedom of press. Okay, now you're just being a little dramatic. He's just mad at you for a bad review. The poo-smeared critic was helped by a member of theater staff to a nearby bathroom where she washed off the excrement before heading to a police station to report the assault. Hanover State Opera has suspended Gak, saying his impulsive reaction was against its rules of conduct. I bet you he doesn't care. He's a world-renowned ballet director. He'll find another job. Another theater will host him. I mean, uh, they might actually be impressed by it, right? Like, he really is passionate about his work. He takes it very seriously. All right. Uh, they added that Gak, ex uh, Gak extremely unsettled the audience. Also, the employees of the house and the general public and thus massively damaged the state ballet. The Opera House's artistic director, Laura Berman, has offered a full apology to Houston and the FAZ, which is that newspaper that I had trouble pronouncing. Uh, the editorial described the attack as a horrendous incident and an attempt at intimidation towards our free critical artistic appreciation. Gek himself is kind of being at least partly uh, apologetic. 
he conceded to a German radio station, NDR, that his choice of expressing himself wasn't super. That's a direct quote. Sorry for rubbing shit in your face. I know that wasn't a super move. It was a super duper pooper move. She is a super duper pooper. She can potty with the best. No more diapers to get in her way. We are very She knows when she has to go. Take a bow. She's a big girl now. She's the best pooper we know. Yay, Lizzie. All right. Second story we have for you today. This guy, he really thought he was doing something here. A man accused of arson in Indiana told Bloomington police that he set his own car on fire. Don't worry, guys. He's not completely insane. He had a plan. Yes, there was a reason for setting his car on fire. He wanted to discourage people from stealing from it. He doesn't care so much about the car, but uh, what's in it, right? He leaves a lot of valuables in there. MacBooks, iPads. That's what he was protecting. So he set the whole car on fire. That way thieves would not approach it. It makes perfect sense to me. If you don't think about it for too long, police responded to a report of a suspicious person just after midnight in the parking lot of the Crawford Apartments on South Henderson Street back on February 12th. An officer said he found a man standing next to a 1998 Buick that was on fire. Man, why would you do that to a LeSabre? Uh, The man, identified as Austin Bristow, 26, reportedly told an officer that the vehicle was his and he set it on fire to stop people from stealing items inside of it. I hope there's more details about that whole plan. As police were talking to Bristow, the car became engulfed in flames and then the fire caused several small explosions. (laughs) At one point, Bristow reportedly said, quote, I hoped the explosions would be bigger as he watched the vehicle burn. I'm starting to think he didn't really care what was in the car. Also, I'm guessing what was in the car was gasoline cans, or at the very least, some sort of kindling. Court documents state Bristow started the fire by cutting the fuel line, ting, dumping gas and oil onto the car, and setting a bandana on fire, and then throwing it into the truck. Like, what? What do you think he's burning in that car? He wanted to get rid of something. Why else would he be doing this, right? Uh, Austin then stated that if there was nothing left of the vehicle, then there would be nothing left to steal, stated a police officer's account in a probable cause affidavit. Police arrested Bristow on a preliminary charge of arson. When searching him, they found several packed syringes. There we go. And a yellow powder he identified as benzodiazepine. Did I pronounce that right? That's a big word. He was then booked on uh, arson charges, plus additional charges of unlawful possession of a syringe, hypodermic needle, and controlled substance. So uh, there you go. That's what's happening in Indiana. Here in Ohio, we've got like toxic train car spills and explosions. And Indiana, just some dude setting his car on fire. Not quite the same ecological disaster. But close. Uh, Final story we have for you today. Uh, Also from the Midwest, we've got a story from Wisconsin. A woman accused in a grisly killing. Oh, my favorite kind of killings. uh, In dismemberment case. Ooh. uh, Attacked her attorney on Tuesday. 
this is what pisses me off uh, with this woman. The attorney was actually helping this this woman. It was her attorney. He actually managed to get a delay in the trial, and then she just flips out on him. It would be one thing if, like, uh, a verdict had come down and she was found guilty and she's, like, pissed off at her lawyer for not doing enough. We're not even to that point. Maybe she's trying to come off totally crazy so she can use uh, an insanity plea or something. Anyway, uh, she attacked her attorney this past Tuesday during a court hearing moments after a judge agreed to delay her trial. Taylor Shabusiness. I can't believe that's her real last name. It's literally S-C-H-A and then business because she's all business. She's a business bitch. Taylor Shabusiness and her business is dismemberment. Uh, 25 was seated in a Brown County Circuit Court when her attorney, Quinn Jolly, What are these fucking names? (laughs) Quinn Jolly asked the judge for an additional two weeks for a defense expert to review his client's competency to stand trial. Moments after the judge reluctantly agreed to postpone her March 6th trial, Shabiznis attacked Jolly. It's like, bitch, no, 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 you, you already won. We're already questioning your competency. You should have pulled a stunt like this while the judge was was deciding whether to grant you the delay or not. If you would have attacked your attorney before, the judge would be like, oh, yeah, she does seem a little crazy. We need to uh, look into this further. But now, I mean, after the judge is like, yeah, it's delayed. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Whatever. All right. Moments after the judge reluctantly agreed to postpone her March 6th trial, Shabiznis attacked Jolly and was wrestled to the courtroom floor by a deputy. The courtroom was then cleared before the hearing resumed. Shabusiness is charged with first-degree intentional homicide, mutilating a corpse, and third-degree sexual assault in the killing of Shad Thyrian, another name flawlessly pronounced. You can't see this, but I'm patting myself on the back. Uh, Yes, he was murdered in February of 2022. Authorities say she strangled the man at a home in Green Bay, sexually abused him, and then dismembered his body, leaving parts of him throughout the house and in a vehicle. Now, now if that vehicle was set on fire, it would totally make sense. Getting rid of body parts and stuff. Evidence. Shabiznis has pleaded not guilty and not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. Defect. She is being held on a $2 million cash bond. No one's willing to pony up the money to, to free her for a while. Following her courtroom outburst, the judge moved her competency hearing from Tuesday to March 6th. The judge also proposed a May 15th trial date. At the end of the hearing, Jolly, Quinn Jolly, told the court he would file a motion to withdraw from the case as Shabiznis's attorney. He's like, I'm I'm done with this bitch. Uh, the judge did not immediately rule on that matter. Isn't it crazy that a lawyer just can't quit? Like a judge has to approve that or something? She viciously attacked him. The judge is like, no, no. I like what's going on here. You have good chemistry. It's that friction that wins cases. I'm going to force you to stay on this case. Besides, I'm a bit of a romantic and uh, I'm seeing some sparks flying. There's a possibility of romance here. All right. uh, There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, guys, I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget, if you pledge at least five smackaroos to our Patreon account, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And yes, we do have some patrons 
checking in today. Let's see what uh, they're up to. Tim, it's Stacy in D.C. Hey, Stacey. I love your commercial about the fish. I love the cheese, but especially the fish. And you going crazy about uh, the little hooks. Yes. The fish from Atlantic. You didn't mention the clap, but I'll bet that gave you a semi. I, I most certainly did um, mention the claps. The fish. Go back and listen to that again. Oh, I, I, that, that, that stuck that out. That gave you a semi. The fish from Atlantic. To Pacific. Oh, like yeah. About it. Two days dishes, fish. The real, the problem I have is anytime I bring up these songs, uh, I run the risk of getting it stuck in my head. And when it's stuck in my head, it is like a real problem. I, I almost want to talk to a doctor because I really think there's something wrong. I like I don't know if this is an indicator of um, uh, a potential stroke or something. But when I say it's stuck in my head, it is all it is constantly running, and I can't get it out. It happens sometimes when I'm like uh, when I've got my Spotify playlists on or something. I'll uh, I'll listen to a song and and that that song will get stuck in my head. So there's always like a running risk that it could happen, but it particularly happens with these commercials that I feature on DV. That Sears one, <laughs> come see the softer side of Sears. I swear to God. I, it was driving me insane. Like I, I had it stuck in my head for a week after I talked about it and I was doing everything I could to get it out. I, I, w- I was going absolutely nuts. So, uh, yes, I, I felt like I had to talk about the fish song again, but it is wrecking havoc <laughs> in my life. Ham, you fucking ah. fruitcake. I hate you. You... <laughs> You got me hooked on that fish commercial, and you're right. Oh, yeah. It needs more flair at the end. God damn it, Tim. <laughs> I know we have some uh, very musical, distorted view listeners. I would love to hear a um, Two Days Dish is Fish remix, right? Uh, like a modern take on that. Oh, fuck you. I love you. Calling on Valentine's Day. I hope Lord Deuce gave you the good suck. <laughs> Okay, bye. <laughs> I did, no, I did not get the good suck. Although, you know, I'm recording the show and it's still Valentine's Day, so maybe tonight, you never know. Oh, no, my take is absolutely wrong. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? What's what? going on with all the voices on the voicemail line today? They're all very unique. Are you listening to this song? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Ah! What are you doing in my room? I don't think you're my groom. I think you're rather a jewel, but... I was just talking about how some of my listeners are very musically talented. This is not one of those listeners. I love you, Timmy Boo. Oh, hello. Push a button. Make shit happen. Supposed to hang up now. (laughs) You can't figure out how to... my code. You can't figure out how to hang up the phone? Where's the hang-up? Okay, all right, all right. Thank you very much for the call. Let's do uh, one more here. Let's hope this is a normal call. Yes. No. No chance of a normal call with the Puerto Rican fat man. Yes, go ahead. Good to hear from him. I'm calling to tell you I love you. boo. Congratulations on being in the top 5% of comedy podcasts in Spotify. We love you. I've been listening since 2008. 
I hope to li be listening uh, for many more years. I love you. Congratulations. Oh, well, thank uh, you. Uh, Haley's comment, he say, don't ask for all right. Fuck you, Haley's comment. Um, so, yeah, so it does seem like quite an accomplishment, right? We're in the top 5% of podcasts. But you have to remember, there's about 300 million podcasts. Honestly, if you look at, uh, if you do any sort of research and look at podcasting stats, it's almost so sad that what, these people who are <laughs> making shows, where they get, they get like one download per episode. Some don't even get any there's a large percentage of podcasts that they're, they're they have no listeners zero they'll go through like 50 episodes and then they'll flip out because someone actually i mean it's just it's sad I, a lot of people don't do it for I mean, most people don't do it for a living so you know as a hobby sure it's exciting to get five or ten people to listen to what you have to say but, you know, that's factored in when, when I say I'm in the top five or when Spotify says Distorted View Daily is in the top 5% of podcasts. I can't just be happy about that. I have to, like, bring myself down. What does that really mean? F top 5%? It means nothing. I'm so worthless. A worthless piece of shit. Need to do better numbers. I need more downloads, more listeners. Tell all your friends about the show. You guys are really slacking off. By the end of this year, I want to be in the top 3% of podcasts. That's doable. Come on, freaks. Also, um, I found out that the Library of Congress is going to archive some um, important podcasts. I feel like, look, <laughs> the Story of You Daily needs to be in there in some capacity. We're one of the first, we're like a super old podcast. I was the first winner of the, the podcast awards for comedy. And then the very next year we won it again. I mean, come on. Newspapers, uh, magazines were writing about DV in the early days. Come on, I was a pioneer. That's their words, not mine. Oh, I need to be in the Library of Congress. This fucking filth, like a Sextastic Tuesday episode all about, like, butt-fucking Natalie Portman or whatever. <laughs> whatever weird stories. <laughs> Transfo gay transformer sex. Gay fisting porn. Me having phone sex with a, 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 a grandma. All those episodes need to be in the Library of Congress. I'm I'm going to be lobbying hard uh, for DV. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Watch you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. I remember how veiny my colon was. <laughs> Breath distortion. <laughs> STD. I love that guy. I say it every time, but oh my God, I love Beat Skeleton so much. Spread the distortion STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. I'll be back tomorrow if and only if your sideshow members. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Yorin Gosler. <laughs> this has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.